Well, hello, everybody. I'm Katie Austin, and welcome to Austin AF. You're probably wondering, okay, who are you beyond your fitness videos, your healthy recipes, and your workout app? So I'm here to show you guys who I am and a little bit more into my life. I'm really excited because I have been wanting a talk show, if you will, ever since I was literally 10 years old. If you guys went to middle school with me, you guys know that I've been talking about having my own talk show for absolute years. And a little bit of background on me. I was a division one athlete at USC and I'm originally from Virginia. I played lacrosse my entire life. And then after school, I actually got a sports broadcast job for two and a half years, co-hosting a show that lived on Fox Sports West. I've hosted things like the Super Bowl. I've hosted the NBA awards. I've hosted so many different events. And now I'm so excited to be announcing that I'm hosting my own show. That still sounds so crazy to say. And you're probably wondering what the hell this show is going to be about since, again, I am a workout girl. So this show, I like to call it a smorgasbord of lifestyle, aka I am going to be showing you all about um, food, dating advice, business, entrepreneurship, and bringing on some of my favorite people ever. My first few guests are going to be my favorite people. They're amazing female entrepreneurs, and my first guest is actually very near and dear to my heart because I came from her body if you will. Surprise, drumroll please, my mother. And if you guys don't know, I know a lot of Gen Z and millennials might not know how successful and how amazingly inspiring my mother is, but just to give you a quick background on who my mom is, Denise Austin, she has sold over 24 million workout DVDs, which is crazy. She holds the record for the longest standing fitness show of all time. She was on ESPN for 10 years, and then she was on Lifetime for 14 years, and she really was a pioneer in the fitness world. And I'm talking when, you know, Jane Fonda and Cindy Crawford were the only ones doing workout videos. My mom wanted to make workouts a show, a daily workout show every single morning for at what's 6.37 a.m., uh, five days a week. My mom was the hardest worker. And so today I really want to like deep dive with her because ask her how she really raised two girls uh, so well, if you will. <laughs> I want to ask her her parenting tips, her dating advice, how she met my dad, and all of her business tips because she is the most inspiring, motivating woman on this planet. Plus, I think it's so freaking awesome that she is 63 years old. Actually, is she 64 now? She might be 64 now, and she's never had work done. I mean, the girl's never even had Botox or filler, which is so crazy how beautiful she still is. So I want to also show you guys her favorite anti-aging smoothie as well. So she's about to come on here, but before we get into my mom coming in here, I just wanted to give you guys a quick lowdown of how the show is going to go. The first few minutes, we are going to do like trendy topics, and it's called Katie's Daily what's going on in my life, what you guys need to know about me, but also my take on current topics as well. So I'm really excited to be bringing that to you guys a little bit deeper into my life. Then I'll have a guest on board, either uh, a food blogger, a beauty blogger, an athlete, a reality star. So it could be anyone that you guys love. And then I'll have them say their favorite mantra. We'll get really real. We'll be really funny. And we'll show a favorite food, healthy, or lifestyle hack as well. Okay, so daily take. Um, I don't really even know where to begin on my first episode ever of Austin A for my Katie's Daily one to two minute segment, but I will say I'm no longer single. 
Wow, it's crazy. I was single for two and a half years, and the reason I wanted to start with this is because I feel like a lot of my last two and a half years social media was around being single and dating and trying out new boys and stuff like that, and that a lot of people online either know me as being in a very long-term relationship. I was in a five-year relationship and then single for two and a half years, and now I have a new boyfriend. So I feel like a lot of this show, I'll be going into my dating life as well, but the reason I bring this up is because specifically also my mom is coming on the show. But last night I had dinner with my parents and my mom and my sister. And I just want to say it is so different and weird for me to date a guy that my family loves. I don't know about you guys, but my family has hated, specifically my mom, has hated my last two boyfriends. And I'm very sorry to say that if you guys are listening, my last two ex-boyfriends, but they're both like married right now, so it's fine you're not listening. Um, so it's really nice to have your boyfriend be welcomed into your family. And this is a new concept for me. We're actually going on a vacation all together, so stay tuned in a week if they still love him. But at the same time, I want to really ask my mom about what happens when she hated my boyfriend and how she really went about that because I think a lot of parents out there hate their child's significant other or they don't approve of them or also if you're listening out there and you're a girl or guy and your parent dislikes your significant other and how to really handle that. So we'll get into that today. And so without further ado, let's first make this anti-aging smoothie, bring my mom on board and get started with Austin AF, aka Austin and family today. No cussing when my mom's around. Okay. I, I cuss too much, so I better be very careful. You really don't. Okay. Hi. Hi. This is so exciting. Hi. Should we just get going? Yeah. Go yeah? Happy are to we be here, Are we sweetheart? rolling? We got some Ever Better Bites. Yes. We got your VHSs oh. here in the back. Yes. And um, the best part of all, this was you in my tummy when I was pregnant with you, Katie Austin. Oh, 27 <laughs> years ago. Yes, this came out. <laughs> and wow. then I did an after baby shape on. Wow, and then this is hard tummies. Rock hard tummies, honey, rock hard. Rock hard, rock hard tummies. <laughs> okay, wow. The reason I love this is I still know exactly where this leotard is. Like my mom has kept everything <laughs> from the 70s. I, well, 80s, honey, 80s. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> Don't have any in 1981. Wow. Okay, actually, this is a really good place to start. Um, so I was trying to tell my audience in the intro, you know, a lot of, no, don't take offense to this at all, That's but like, okay. you know, the Gen Z and millennials, they they might recognize you, but they don't know what you've accomplished and how many years you're on TV, how many DVDs you've sold. I really kind of want to start with your beginning and how you got started in your career, because I've obviously heard this story a lot, but how inspiring it is, your perseverance, how many times you called the Today Show. So explain yes. a little bit. It was all self-generating. <laughs> I had no map to follow, so I had to kind of try things and just see what worked. So when I graduated from college, I was a gymnast, as you know. Like, you had athletic scholarship, and so did I. I got a chance to teach aerobics, and aerobics was just starting, yeah. and I put my own music together and took my little audio cassette player to all the little places I would teach, and then I met Jack LaLanne, and 
he gave me my very first start on TV. So I ran up to him, I saw him at a convention, and I said, oh, I could do handstands on your back, Jack. And you know as hell she freaking said this. <laughs> of course I did. And he said, oh, okay. Uh, you know, I was there. Meanwhile, we, yeah, the biggest fitness star in the yes, nation at that yes. time. He had an exercise show, the only one that my grandpa used to do, and my mom. So I adored him and grew up kind of with my grandpa doing the exercise and my grandma and my, my mom. So to me, this was a fantastic way to start, you know, like, oh my gosh, Jack. So I told him I would love to come on. And so he gave me his phone number and the producer's number. And I got a chance to have my first appearance. And Jack LaLanne and his wife, Elaine LaLanne, asked me to stay all day when they filmed five TV shows. So I got to be on five of them in one day, and I was, oh, this is so much fun. I loved it. And then I became his co-host. Wow. And then I met your daddy. Hey. <laughs> and then, so this was in Los Angeles, and I had 25 different aerobic instructors that worked with me, and I also had the morning TV show with Jacqueline. And so when I got married, we moved to Washington, D.C. So, okay, let's hold up. So you were really just starting your entire career in Los Angeles. You're born and raised in L.A., yeah. and you're like, oh, my goodness, I'm about to make it. And then, boom, you meet my dad, and my dad says, we have to move to D.C., we would love to move to D.C. actually because he took a great job. He's a sports attorney, and he took one of the best jobs when he got a chance to represent his sister, Tracy Austin, number one tennis player at the time, Jimmy mm -hmm. Connors, number one player at the time. So he was an opportunity to get into sports and represent people he cared about. No, of course, for Dad, that's amazing. Yeah. But Absolutely. For me, but for you, isn't that terrifying? <laughs> okay, I have to tell you, all of you, that when I get to Washington, D.C., I was still wearing my little aerobics outfits, and I had, you know, the dolphin shorts on with the little tops, and I was grocery shopping in, it's called Social Safeway in Washington, D.C., very conservative conservative in 1983 yeah. and everyone stared at me. <laughs> I was in my little short shorts and I was in my little Reeboks that I was, you know, sponsoring at the time, very first spokesperson of Reebok. And everyone was looking at me and I was like, oh gosh, they're all dressed in coat and tie. Yeah. They're all like long dresses, these girls. And oh, and I, like, no way. <laughs> I'm wearing my short little shorts. I'm tan. Yes. And everyone's like, who is this? But were you ever nervous that you could continue your career when you got to a new city? Oh, absolutely. We got into our little apartment and I just would take dad. We had one car between the two of us. I would drop him off at work. I'd get back to this small little apartment. With cockroaches. With cockroaches when we turned on the light at night. And <laughs> I would just watch TV and eat chocolate chip cookie dough. And I was like, oh my God, oh, what am I going to do? How am I going to start all over again in a town that has no fitness? No fitness. And they didn't even know what the word aerobics was all about. And I didn't feel like I fit in being such a California girl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I got myself together. I said, I'm going to take action. Took me about a week. That's about all. Holy yes. shit, you I guys. didn't waste time because, you know, I don't like feeling like that. And so I was watching TV one morning, and I noticed on the Today Show, every Friday, they would show the credits of the producer's name. And at the end, I'd write down his name at the end of the show. And next Friday, I saw the same name, Steve Friedman. I said, 
That's it. I'm going to call him. I'm going to try to get on the Today Show because they never had fitness on there. Right. And fitness was just starting. 1983 was the beginning. Jane Fonda was coming out now with a new VHS. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to make this more, you know, easy for every woman out there. Totally. And the Today Show is only, what, a 45-minute flight from D.C. Yes. So, so it was great. I was now an East Coaster. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and then, of course, I called every single day. I called like a good person, nine to five. And uh, the, you know, cute assistant would always say, oh, Denise, I'll let him know you called. Oh, thank you, honey. Thank you again for thank the 38th you. day in a row, <laughs> no, Denise. 35. 35 days. 35 times I tried. You guys, that is the definition of perseverance. Yes, yes, I did it. I pushed through because, wait, Katie, everybody learn. Try something different. I called it a different time of day, 6.30 at night. And all of a sudden, Steve Friedman, I went, oh, my, my God, God. Now my what heart, I say? Now what do I say? My heart's I finally beating. get a hold of him. I'm sweating. And I was like, hi, I'm Denise Austin. I could do fitness appearances on your show. Everyone cares about their health now. And fit. I could do the first day I could do abs. The second day I could do butt. You know, I went on and on. And all of a sudden, he stops and says, oh, I love your energy and your voice. Please come next week. I'll have an appointment ready for you at 9.45 or something like that. I went in to New York to make my presentation to him, and he's sitting in Rockefeller Center with a baseball bat, cap on and a baseball bat in his hand in a beautiful big desk and going side to side with the baseball bat. I'm Iconic, like, oh. honestly. I can picture this right now. It's almost like a movie from the I, 80s. Yes, and I'm like, you know, 28, 29, and... Um, I got down on the floor and I showed him what a four-minute segment was going to be like. <laughs> he must have been like, "What is this he woman?" He didn't say a word. He just he smiled. He was just silent as you were doing this, talking yes, for five minutes, still using the bat, hand, you know, side to oh side, swinging it slightly. And so then I said, "And I just wrote a booklet called Tone Up at the Terminals, an exercise guide for computer operators." And I said, "I could show ways to relax your neck." You know, a lot of people now are getting on computers. It was brand new in oh 1980. It was, this now was 1984. It was March of 1984. And so all of a sudden he finished and he smiled. And he said, here's your first two dates. And he gave me back to Oh, my God, I just got chills. Yeah. March 22nd, 23rd. I went, wow. oh, my God. And your new producer is Peter, and here's his number. I went, I got it. I got it. And then after I was on, I had a two-part series, you know, home exercises first day and office exercises second day. After the F office exercises, I got 10,000 letters all to the Today Show. And Willard Scott, who used to get tons of letters, said, you got more than I got this week. Oh, my <laughs> And so then gosh. they did a, a four-year deal with me. So Holy yeah. moly, you guys. And I feel yeah. like that really launched your career. But that just tells me two things right here. A, confidence when you walk in a room. Confidence no matter what you do, you have to believe in yourself first before anyone else yes, does. Because yes. you... We're definitely confident. <laughs> that. I'm not gonna lie. I think you guys had nothing to lose. Amazing. Nothing yeah. to lose. And you why not. not? I feel so good of who I am. And I honestly would watch a Today Show saying they need something, you know. Yeah, real. you're going to give them something that yes. would actually help and something right. that's on the rise. And also, yeah. number two, perseverance. And I know in th this day and age, there's usually not even a phone number for someone you can call. Yes, it's a little but different it, now. But <laughs> that doesn't mean that someone can't LinkedIn search. Right. 
Yes. And I think that like you can even search someone on DM now. You can email them. So always keep pushing and trying. Yes, that's the the moral of the story. And um, and then I got my own show on ESPN. This is when ESPN was just starting in 1986. So I knew I wanted to do more than just this once a month fitness for a minute piece. So then I went on and I talked to all the people at ESPN. And uh, I was the only woman there in the in the room, obviously. And then they gave me my chance. And I got every single day, a weekday morning, getting fit with Denise Austin. I have so many questions here. Um, so you're on ESPN for 10 years. Yes, every weekday morning. Every weekday morning in a man's dominated world. Did you face any struggles with working with all men and on a station that was just watched by a lot of males. The men that worked there were amazing and I didn't feel any, you know, difference there. The part that scared me and scared your dad was weird letters I received from men that oh, were yeah. very scary and, and sexual. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> you guys, growing up, I remember, I mean, it wasn't that scary. I don't know why it wasn't that scary to me, but we had police show up at our house a few times because people who would write you in jail, men yeah. would get out of jail and the police would have to come to our house and sit you guys down and say, hey, Steve is out of jail now. We're just telling you because yes. he's obsessed with you. Yes. And I would get letters from the same guys every single day, which was more dangerous. Oh. So then I moved to their sister station at the time, Lifetime TV for Women. So then I didn't get any of the weirdo letters. So I felt safer. And yes. so I was there at ESPN for 10 years. And even while I was pregnant with you, I filmed exercise TV shows on ESPN. And they were very good to me. I walked in pregnant and they're like, whoa. And okay. your rating skyrocketed. <laughs> yes, especially after I had the baby because everyone wanted to see if my tummy got flat again. You filmed, what, six weeks after having me? Yes, yes. I can't six even imagine. You guys should see the photos of my mom six weeks after having me. Yes, and I gained 34 pounds with each baby. Oh, my <laughs> so goodness. It was, I had to slowly get myself in shape and thank God I had a natural childbirth and everything was great. So I'm not uh, proposing this for anyone else right. to do, but I did get a check up with my doctor and, you know, I did little at a time. I started by walking and just little at a time. So let's get into that, uh, how you had Kelly and I, my sister's name is Kelly, and basically you had this full on TV show and empire products, sponsorships, all while raising two kids. I think that is like the craziest thing when it comes to my mind on how successful you are and how successful you are as a mom. And I know you put your being a mom first, but how exactly did you balance your work life with being a mom? Well, the beautiful part about filming exercise TV shows, I would go for one week to a resort and I'd film five shows a day. So I would get 30 shows done in one week. And then I came home and I was a mom, no big deal. People didn't even realize I, you know, what I was doing. I was just and then we lived in Virginia in a place where it wasn't like LA. You were just a normal mom, yes. you know, coming to my lacrosse practice. Of course. Every, oh. Not just practice, but I went to all your games. All my games. My <laughs> yeah. mom would never miss a game. My mom would plan her work around a game, a test. There was always a meal on the table when we got home. Yes, when I was home. <laughs> but I wouldn't go that often. But Jeff, our, my husband, her dad, was a great dad. He would come home from work being a, you know, a lawyer and be there for you girls. So, And then I got a chance to travel with you guys when you were little and, yeah. and bring you to these beautiful resorts. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the neatest part to think back on that is how the difference of my two daughters where Kelly, our oldest, had no interest in watching me and you would come and watch on the set all the time, which, uh, you know, was kind of, I didn't ever think you would follow my footsteps and now to know you did is a wonderful feeling, but thinking back how you would just watch and do the exercise behind the cameras and dance and yeah. dance. You know? I think we always kind of knew that I wanted to do something in like TV entertainment type thing, but not yeah. necessarily fitness because I was always an athlete. I couldn't really think of what I wanted to do as my career, but did you ever really think I was going to follow in your fitness footsteps? And when was, did you realize like, oh my God, she's actually doing it as a career? Well, I never thought of it when you were little. <laughs> it just never came to me yeah, just because no. I didn't even know where, I didn't have a five-year plan either. You yeah. know, I, I just thought um, I wanted, actually when you were about 12, you, when we visited California every summer, you would want to be on the Disney shows. Oh, I would <laughs> beg my mom for so a Disney audition. So I would take audition. you because of my connection with ESPN and Lifetime, they're owned at the time with um you know, ABC and those shows and Disney, I was able to take you to a lot of the filming. You know, we got to see many. Um, oh, yeah. I, I saw the filming of Hannah Montana. So we yes. loved Zach and Cody. And I remember going to a Disney audition when I was 13. And they said, I'm so sorry, you're too old. Yes. And I was like, Mom, I was so mad at you. I was like, Mom, you should have taken me earlier. You like, what the heck? I wanted to be in, <laughs> like an actress. And she was like, no, you're not doing anything until you get 18. And then I said, uh, later after, when you're 16, I said, not until you graduate from college. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> yes. I wanted you to have a real life and go to college and experience college. I'm going to start to cry. Yeah. But um, oh, So wow. I didn't really realize that you would want to follow my footsteps till um, when you were on TV at uh, Trojan Vision at USC. Ah, yes. That was the first time I realized... Wow, she really is great. She's a natural on TV, and you were fit because you were a lacrosse player at a, a D1 yeah. program. So. And I think that was the first time I actually realized, too, because I got the hosting job my sophomore year, and then by junior year, I turned every Wednesday into a fitness segment. And I kind of just did that as I don't know why I even did it because I was like struggling with fitness, but I did it like, oh, I, I might just like make my mom happy if I do this. And then like I fell in love with it. It was, I don't know how it all came together. It was never one moment in time. It was like a lot of steps that led up to it for sure. And it just became so natural for you. It, That's exactly you, what it was. Yes. It's yes. just in your blood. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I guess I didn't realize how subconscious like how I watched you do all these workout videos and how in my subconscious, it's just been taught to me my entire life. Right. You know you what I mean? You heard me practice so many times. So too. many times. Every video I had to film, which yeah. was different than the TV shows, my VHSs and my DVDs were on big sets and yeah. big productions because back in the day, they put a lot of money behind those. But the key was you would always watch me practice with the other people and totally. you always liked the dance. Part oh, two. yeah, and I you love being on the commercials. You started a dance program at school, at I high did. school. I did. You're the founder of a dance <laughs> program. Uh, at right, we can uh, talk, <laughs> stop talking about that. I do want to just ask you before we get into like dating life and stuff like that and more personal stuff, um, what is one business piece of advice that you would tell either your 25 year old, 30 year old self in that time when you kept calling and maybe you moved to DC and you had no idea what your next step is? Because I think a lot of our listeners are around my age right now in their mid 20s. 
20s and they don't know what that next step is. And I think that's very scary for some people. And I've been there and I actually, I experience it honestly on a daily basis. And so what would you tell that self? Um, That it will come in time. I'm going to cry because <laughs> I was frustrated at your age too, thinking you're going to cry. <laughs> I can do more. I can do more. And I, you know, keep going, keep plugging away because, and don't worry about how long it's going to take. You have a huge full life. And remember that always because <laughs> you can't believe you're still very young, all of you out there, and just keep following your dream no matter what. And believe in yourself. Don't let anyone else tell you you can't do this. I remember very vividly, I always drove around Beverly Hills and would see these beautiful mansions because your dad used to teach tennis getting through law school to Gene Wilder, Merv Griffin, these beautiful names, and we go to these beautiful houses. And I'd say, oh, God, one day. And everyone would say to me, I mean, more my friends uh, at the time, <laughs> say, you're just an aerobics instructor. You yeah, know, and you didn't come from any money at all. No, 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 no. Hardworking parents, middle America, truly. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Middle American California, but <laughs> middle middle income. You meant middle class. <laughs> middle class, yes. Hard workers. I was one of five, so. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, honestly, getting emotional right now just thinking about that. And thank you for that advice because I do think believing in yourself is the most important thing and having confidence when you walk in the room. So very important takeaway there. Um, I do want to transition a little bit and kind of bring it back to um, when you first met my dad. Uh, and talk about a little bit of dating here because you met my dad and you guys spent every single day together until he engaged, until you got engaged. Yes. Holy shit. Can you guys imagine? So the, the funny story that I always remember, and you're gonna be like, no, I didn't say this. (laughs) I remember when I was like 23 years old and I had a boyfriend of five years and we had just broken up. I was heartbroken. And I was like, am I ever going to find someone and just crying? And you were like, honey, I was so much older when I met your father. I was older. You have to wait. Uh, 23 is too young. You were 20 freaking four, mom. 25. No, when you met dad, you were oh. 24. Yeah, but that was November. Engaged at 25. Yeah. And I just think it's so crazy how back then, no, for, for your age, I mean, for, you know. My generation. Your generation, 24, 25 was probably some of the last of your friends to get engaged. Yes. Yeah. Which is nuts to think about because, you know, a lot. But dad was 30, so, and 31 when he got married. So I felt that, you know, that was a good age for a man. I, I know. I just always so. remember you were like older and I'm like, yeah. okay, mom. I'm 25 to get engaged. But yeah, so tell tell me about like meeting my dad. Well, I was, uh, you know, get a chance to teach aerobics at different places. Mind you, everybody, there were no gyms to be an uh, exercise instructor. Right. No gyms. No, it, you had to just, I taught at racquetball courts. So then the Westin Tennis Crazy. Club is in Southern California, and they had said they have an extra room to give me to teach aerobics in. All I needed was space. A room. Yes, a room. And I'd bring my little audio box and, you know, go 50 girls dancing away, you know? And so then um, that day I was uh, meeting with the general manager of the club. I happened to be walking with him to have him show me the room. And he, uh, he said, I said, 
bam, they're good. And it happened to be Tracy Austin and Jeff Austin playing in the center court at the club. I just want to side note here for our younger listeners. My aunt Tracy Austin, my dad's sister, is the youngest ever to win the U.S. Open. She's won Wimbledon. She was number one in the world for a very long time in tennis. Yeah. Very iconic name. So she had just won the U.S. Open at age 16, and they were practicing getting her... Jeff would come and get her ready for the next, uh, you know, match because he, she loved her older brother. And so I was walking by, and I was like, God, they're good. And the general manager um, showed me the room. I said, I love it. What are we doing? And he went back to the dining area, and he gave me a contract, and I'm reading this contract, you know, I was young, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, gosh, I have to sign something? You know, before, I just would teach aerobics. Yeah. You know? And so all of a sudden, Tracy and Jeff walked in to get, uh, you know, a drink, uh, some water, and they came over to the table to meet me because the general manager, come here, meet our new aerobics director. And I went, ooh, I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes and. And he said, oh, this is Tracy. Oh, I said, congratulations. And then, and Jeff is the family. He's the lawyer in their family. I said, oh, you want to look at this contract? And I picked up the piece of paper and he just laughed. And it was a five minute, uh, you know, just introduction. Hi, hi. And that was it. The next day he called and asked me out. And I was like, how do you find your number? Well, in the yellow that book? was really hard because uh, I'm from San Pedro, California, and there are tons of cat niches. Her maiden name. My maiden name is a cat niche. And he thought, oh, for sure, they're the only ones <laughs> with that name. And then he looked up a million different cat niches. He had no idea which one. There were probably 30 of all of us, huge family. And so then he asked the general manager for my phone number. He goes, oh, you know I can't do that. He said, just give it to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And that reminds me of the uh, TikTok quote for all my Gen Z listeners. If he wanted to, he will. Yeah, You know what I'm oh, saying? No, but there's literally, a will, if there's, there's a, way, a way. Because a lot of the times, girls are waiting for a text back. And so if he wanted to, he would. Yes. And I thought he honestly uh, was calling me just to go over that contract. But no, he called to ask me out. And then you guys went out and then hung out every single day until yes. we got engaged. Until we got engaged. A year later, exactly. When did you know that he was going to be your husband? Uh, I did not know for a long time <laughs> because he knew. What do you mean? Well, I was just in my business. I was not even thinking about getting married. He didn't mention married. Yeah. He would You're always also say, a lot younger. I, he said, I love you and all that, but I, we never talked about our future, really. Just, we were having fun. But the time came when he had to, you know, make a decision about moving. To, to DC. DC because and you guys are just dating at the we're time. just in my opinion we were just kind of dating so when he found out we went together to go see Washington to see if he'd like to live there and move and I said you need to do this you hate being a regular lawyer you want to be a sports lawyer and I said this is your biggest opportunity and so then that night he asked me to marry him <gasps> and I he you know, he was shaking. I was like, what is going on? He was like, making out with me, shaking. I was like, oh, and then he asked me, and I was, ah! 
yes! And I was kind of a little shocked, to be honest with Holy you. Holy moly. I think it's so crazy how these days, in 2021, proposals are out of this mind ridiculous, extravagant oh, photographers, know. videographers, flowers, and like insane trips to just get engaged. And back then, I, I just know like my aunts yeah. and you know everyone, my mentors, everyone's just like, um, yeah, uh, all we were doing is cooking in the kitchen, and he dropped down to one knee and proposed to me, and that's how it was back yeah. in the day. No photos, no video. Right. Yeah, we didn't have Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> so funny to me. I don't know why that's so crazy. And then six months later, we got married, and we both moved to Washington D.C. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, so in the past, I have uh, dated some guys you don't like. Well, and, <laughs> for you. For, for you. me. No, no, yes, no. Of course, yes, of yes. course, of course. Trust me. No, they're not listening to this. But yeah, I, I feel like that's a, I introed this segment being like, it's crazy to now date a guy. And I finally feel like I'm in a mature relationship and date a guy that my parents actually love to be around yes. as well. And they like for me. Because I think that was a very hard thing for me to find. Yes, and it took you a while, which is nice. I was very patient. Yes, you were very patient, and it's worth the patience. And, you know, time will... You learn so much through each one. I call it a little homework. (laughs) 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 I just want you happy. That's all Dad and I want. No, of course. Someone who takes good care of you and that you are happy and you... um, you love them, so we love them. So I think I would love you to give any advice for parents out there who don't love their child's significant other for them. I'm not saying that you right. hated my exes in any no. way, but you didn't like them for me. Right. And you knew it wasn't going to last. So how did you handle that and deal with it? Oh, boy. A couple of times you had some issues with the, the five-year you know boyfriend. and I, I had issues with both of them. What are <laughs> well, you talking about? Yeah, but the first one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just... Um, I tried to shut my mouth, zip it up, and, um, you know, uh, but I knew he wasn't the one for you, and I didn't want to say that right out when, you know, you're still thinking maybe you'll keep trying, and I just felt bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're so sweet. Well, looking back, I do feel bad for myself, too, because I gave him so many different tries. Yes. um, And so many And you had friends that warned you, too. Exactly. So you had enough good friends be the one to tell you. I didn't want to bug you about totally. it. Totally. I think when it, you get a little but bit I more... But I did kept saying to you, oh, well, isn't that guy at the other USC oh, really nice? My He's, God. You know, I, I was trying to lead you to doing different things with different people. You always, <laughs> and you don't do this anymore with my current boyfriend, but my ex-boyfriends, both I knew, both of them, I knew you didn't love them as much because you'd be like, Oh my goodness, Katie, I just met the cutest guy. He's 25 and he is studying to be a and lawyer. He's smart. And he's smart. Yes. And he's really good. And I'd be like, Mom, I have a boyfriend. You'd be like, So? And I'd be like, Oh my gosh. But I think my biggest tip is um, for any parents listening, and if you don't like your child's significant other, is let them figure it out. Because no offense to you, Mom. I wasn't ready to take your advice. I think I was still a little bit too young. This was my, I was 23 years old when I dated my long-term guy. And I think I was a little bit stubborn. So the more almost you disliked him, the more I almost wanted to stay with him. And I know that sounds horrible, but I know a lot of you girls can agree with me out there. Um, And I think the biggest thing is if your family and your friends don't like your significant other, 
it's a massive red flag. It's a way bigger deal than you think it is mm-hmm. because it shows and tells a lot because they're the people that have been surrounding you your entire life and know you to your core and know you like the back of your hand. And this guy who's just going to enter your life or girl enter your life and make everyone around them feel uncomfortable is a very serious issue. It is. It definitely is. And, you know, if they show you who they are, believe them. Totally. <laughs> you know, we yeah. saw many things. So Yeah. Um, and don't take the small things that you're like, oh, this could be a red flag. And if you see those within the first three months, like my five-year relationship, I saw red flags in the first three months and I stuck it out for five years. And no, I don't have any regrets now because I've had so many regrets in the past. I've had to like overcome my regret for dating him for so long. But like those three months and those first six months are the biggest tellers of those red flags. And so make sure you're acting on those and they will not go away. They're not fixable. Yes. And you don't want to try to change anyone because you want your, you know, you totally. want to be balanced together. Totally. And that's so important. And why I think dad and I have had such a successful relationship is we balance each other out. We truly help each other out. We truly are best friends and we truly do yeah. respect each other and um, give each other their chance to shine and their chance to be who they are without any, any problems yeah. or trying to change them. I never tried to change your dad and no anyway I think that's the coolest part about dad to bring dad up is he loved you being you I mean he loves you for you like not a lot of men unfortunately would love their wife doing leg lifts in a leotard on national television let's just be real (laughs) he freaking loved it he loves you he's so confident in who he is and that makes a relationship for someone like you because you are so out there. You're so outgoing and social. I would show everybody my tummy. Keep rock hard. (laughs) And so I think it's also an important takeaway that in those first few months of dating, you know, if there is something, a red flag, and you guys do get in fights a lot, that should be your honeymoon phase. I understand everyone's relationship is different, but the first three months of both of my last relationships, I saw red flags. I don't see one red flag and I'm six months into this relationship. And so I feel like I'm a little bit on a better pace. That's nice. So I'm learning. I'm learning. I learned with every single relationship and I needed to get to where I am all by myself. I will have to say. Yes. And the most important part is to, you know, really be equal and to feel like you're not always the one doing this and always. Yes. So that's what was uh, very balancing about dad. He was secure in who he was. I would flip open my shirt and have presidents fill my tummy. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I did handstand at uh, weddings with my dress falling down over me. And you would literally sign autographs, keep it rock hard. And let me tell you, I didn't understand (laughs) that. keep it up. Or keep it up. And I didn't understand either of those signatures of yours um, until three years ago. That tells me how innocent and naive I am. And isn't that nice, everybody? Uh, I didn't understand. (laughs) Stay young as long (laughs) as you can, girls. On that note of staying young, we actually have this smoothie that we want to make together because you have no work done at all. No Botox, no fillers. Not yet. Not yet. I haven't. And you're 64 years old and you look amazing. What, before we get in this smoothie, what are your secrets to staying young? Having a great attitude, waking up happy, getting good night rest. Exercise is truly the key. It gives you that chance to feel better, to have energy and to keep your muscles toned and taut. We have over 640 muscles of the body. Keep them firmed up and you will stay nice and trim 
the rest of your life. Love that. All right, let's get into this movie. Okay. This is my mom's secret anti-aging smoothie. Mom, talk me through it. I love this because there's a reason for every single product. Every single food we're eating, there's phytonutrients in it. First of all, the avocado. Healthy fat. Great for your skin, your hair, and we all need healthy fat. Also, it really helps with your appetite. Now comes calcium. A little bit of non-fat yogurt. Plain, everybody. No sugar. Also great probiotics. Yes, probiotics. And it's Greek yogurt, what I love. Now may Mangoes. Mangoes are so great. High vitamin C, which is also really good for our body and uh, immune system. And tastes very good. Yes. And spinach. I love spinach. Great fiber. Keep you very regular. But also, it's great for your body because it helps with magnesium, which helps you sleep better. Amazing. Okay. Then a little chia seeds. I love chia seeds. Great omega-3 that we all need as we age. We really need this for our brain to think better and then some coconut water i love coconut water it's so good for you very hydrating electrolytes and, yes and, and so tasty this makes it honestly like a very refreshing smoothie and then one scoop of my favorite it's a really good collagen protein i love collagen because it helps your hair skin and nails yes after the age of 25 the collagen reproduction in your body actually diminishes a lot so it's very important after well also below 25 but also to have collagen i can easily put it in my smoothies or coffee in the morning it's delicious too, and you really can't taste too much of it, but with the mango, it makes it a little sweeter. That's what I love about this one. Yes. So you get a well-rounded, great, high-nutrient-dense little smoothie. Amazing, let's blend it up. All right, anti-aging smoothie. I love it. All right, mom. So as we are sipping on this anti-aging green smoothie, yes. we are now entering our last segment. So if this is your first time listening to Austin AF, because it is your first time, because this is the first fucking episode, sorry, mom, for cussing, <laughs> but this is our first episode. We might change around these segments, but for now, what I'm going to have my guests do is called your mantra. Your mood boosting oh. mantra segment. So, if you just want to explain your favorite quote or your favorite mantra that you tell yourself on a weekly basis, or it could be every single day. Oh my gosh, Katie. Um, I have so many. No. <laughs> probably my favorite one is you can do it. Oh, that's yes. my very favorite. I say that all the time. You can do it. And I also say because you're worth it. Yes. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to be happy. You deserve this for yourself. And I think both of those quotes, you embody them fully. I think in just you guys listening to you just in 25, 30 minutes of talking, both of those quotes ring true to who you are. Yes, and you to my core. Believe, to your core. To my abs. Um, <laughs> okay, next segment. Um, we're calling this no filter, and this is going to be oh. a little bit more where you get kind of real, and the question will change every guest. But my question to you is, because you're so positive, can you tell me about one failure you've had in life, but that you're very grateful for because it spun your world around for the better? Probably... Um... A failure. I have had many, you know, um, through the years. They don't have to be a failure, not necessarily. I do hate that word because we learn so much from failures. Yeah. But at the same time, it's something negative that you were so down about or something sad that happened to you, but you're like now so grateful for. 
Well, of course, the first was when I uh, had to give up my entire family and my my job, my everything, to move to Washington, D.C., yeah. a place I'd never really known. The unknown was scary. And I am so grateful now that we moved for 30 years where you were, you know, born and raised. I'm so grateful I grew up there. Yeah, Very grateful. And I just... Um, I think at the time it was devastating to leave, you know, all my sisters and my mom and all my girlfriends and everything I knew, my whole uh, aerobics business and being on TV, I felt like I had to give up a lot. Yeah. And to me, uh, that was the best thing that ever happened to uh, me and more for my dad, you know, your dad. And my, our, your our kids. family, yeah. It really was great for it us to grow up there. Great. Because I learned a lot of dedication and my high school in Virginia was so sports heavy and it was getting into the Ivy League school and I'm not sure how much I would have had that in LA because I'd be very focused on being on Disney Channel. Right. <laughs> so it glad. sure kept you grounded, honey, buddy. It definitely <laughs> kept me grounded. Um, it sure did. <laughs> so I guess you'll end this episode of Austin and Family with with what you're working on now because I'm so proud of you. Yes. You are, not to say your age, but you're 64 now. Like, yes. holy shit, mom. You are still working every freaking day. It's insane. This and woman doesn't I stop. Love it. I love what I yes. do to help people and it's a very fulfilling career to me. I feel committed to the people who have been with me forever. You know, I've had people that have exercised with me for 35 years and they're still following me now on social media and my website. And I'm so excited because now I'm kind of focused on women over 50. So any of you listening, tell your moms. I have a, a new magazine that will be coming out every single like spring, quarter. summer, every quarter. It'll be four times a year and I'm very excited because on the back cover is an ad of Katie and I's brand new bites. They're protein bites. They're called Ever Better Protein Bites that are very low in calorie and sugar, keto friendly, they're gluten free, and they taste so good. We have four different flavors and I'm most excited about these great bites because mm. we have searched for a long time something that tastes good. It's still like a snack, but at the same time, it's healthy. Bites with benefits. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yes. Did you just make that up right now? Yeah, because they do have benefits. Wow. They pro, have probiotics. They're so good. They In just six of these, six to seven of them, you get six grams of protein, which is so important. We're always looking for healthy protein. And there you have, we have, I love the pumpkin spice. Yeah, pumpkin joys. spice is definitely my favorite flavor. Everybody loves it. Double chocolate at night. If you need a little treat, you know, why not have a chance to have a snack, but also totally. have something that's a little healthy for you. So I'm really tea. proud of Katie and I. We tested this. It's at a gluten-free bakery where they're made, and we are kicking it all off like yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's just so cool to uh, really enter a business with you. I know I've been doing workout videos with you and been following in your fitness footsteps and kind of do stuff on online on social media, but I think it's so cool to have a family business. Like my dad is like my lawyer, my agent, um, the, the real back end to us. Yes. And then my mom has the experience of working with brands for so long and the longevity of it and the credibility. And then for me, I have like the social media and the website and, you know, the current 
current day and age yes. trending. She got me on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I know all the current day and age knowledge. And so with us three teaming up, it, it's just so cool to be able to work with your family because you know they want the best for you. Yes. So and I appreciate you guys. Yes. Thank you. Always listen to your mom and dad. <laughs> your mom is always freaking right, everybody. <laughs> Unfortunately. Not always. No, no, trust no. me, it took no. me um, till my age right now to say my mom is always right. No. You're, you've taught me a lot. I oh, love my music now and TikTok and okay. all the above. All right. Well, we will end this episode right here. Thank you guys so much for watching Austin AF. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. If you guys are watching this as a YouTube channel, make sure to also subscribe as a podcast and vice versa. If you guys are just following along as a podcast, go to our YouTube channel as well, Austin AF. You guys can find my mom at Denise Austin on Instagram and DeniseAustin.com and her magazine in every freaking grocery store out right now. So make sure to check it out, Fit Over 50. And me at Katie Austin and KatieAustin.tv as well. So thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you guys soon. Love you guys. Stay fit.